listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening in to the Classic Car Show. we got the... Great show today for you, then followed by uh, Food and Farm, America's Homegrown Veggies, brand new show, and Master Gardener, a brand new show with uh, Cheryl Inker doing it. So you'll need to stay tuned all day. we got super program going, programming going on here at America's Can Web Radio. Can my lady tell me if my weeds will stay green all year? Sure, sure, why not? <laughs> And if they won't, just talk to Al Gore. He'll make them green, or he'll heat them up, or he'll do something. Anyway, how you doing, Jim? Oh, oh, oh what, wait, wait, wait a minute. Are we going to weed out this conversation yes, and start we're talking gonna, about cars? Or we're going to we, talk uh, cars. Yes. Cars, cars, and more cars. Well, we had a great show last week. I thought that was absolutely incredible. And uh, it just, to me, Model T's, of course, ruled the world back then. They and, still do. Yeah. Mr. Uh, George King was on last yes, week, and yes. want to uh, do a shout out to George and say thank you. And he's—I uh, think he's headed to England right now, and then going to. Well, no, I guess his car is headed to England, and then he's going over uh, next few weeks, I guess, and yeah. uh, yes. tour, and then uh, yeah. and then and he's what was driving it two five five. Yeah, uh, hang yeah, on. A minute. I, I brought last week's notes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was. Yes, um, 255. Then he's going to drive it across the channel to uh, France. That's going to be on live and direct. That'll be on video as well. Across, he's going to drive it across He's going to channel? drive it across the channel, yeah. Oh, under, the channel. <laughs> under the channel. Under, oh, under the channel. Oh, under the channel. Details. I thought they were building them a bridge. It's like the bridge from Miami to San Juan, Puerto Rico is almost done. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just go to the ocean and... Turn left. Turn left. Uh, okay. All right. We have a national meet there next year, by the way. And this is the wow. Obama yeah, show. Yeah, the the Obama one. Classic Car Show. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. We'll, we'll lie about anything. Well, all that. All that. Ethanol. Well, not quite everything. Yeah. Not quite ethanol. We ought to talk about Some ethanol. Things. Yeah, what did I. I heard something about. Is Has there been a committee on it or subcommittee showing how. Bad. Finally, coming out with the facts on. Well, one, it doesn't do anything for the clean air. No, it's worse. And uh, what else did they they come out? Mileage is worse. It evaporates. Plus uh, the physical problems that it causes. Yeah, the the corrosion that it causes the equipment. And uh, E85. I was in Michigan two weeks ago. Last week. I was in Michigan, and uh, it was like two E85 was two dollars and seventy nine cents a gallon, and and ten uh, percent ethanol was like three sixty. So, but cheaper than here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you go right over here to Chattanooga, and it's three forty. Yeah, three twenty eight. I don't know what it is in South Carolina. Yeah, I'd like to, but I, I'm not going to be around to do that. So. Um, the ethanol problems are cropping up already. I was with a, a guy this week. Uh, 
When you say cropping up, what do you? Well, well, pardon the pun. No, I know, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it was lawnmower. His wife went to start his lawnmower. He was with me in Nashville, and she called up. And she said, I can't get the lawnmower to run. So his brother went over and looked at it. His brother restores vintage airplanes. He's just finished a Stinson with a Lycoming radio in it. And uh, these guys have been in the car business their whole life, boats, stuff like that. So his brother goes over and says, well, your fuel tank's full of gel. And it was a gel <laughs> substance. And it, it was just plain old ethanol he put in last year, brand new mower last year. Bought it just a, a push mower to, to mow. And, and it's got a plastic carburetor on it, which is... Uh, well, it's probably some, some composite stuff that's supposed to not be harmed if it's new. Yeah, yeah. But as that, when we did all of those shows on ethanol, every one of those people says it has a shelf life of six weeks. Yes, yes. No yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'd... I'd yeah, it'll be I'm Mr. Drain-All. If I use something and, I, and, I don't, and I'm not going to use it, Again for a while, well, cheaper just to throw it out than it is to. Well, I'll be interested in going up to New York and firing up that old spider of mine because that thing hasn't run since last <laughs> October. And well, you got to use that. It's got stable, stable in it. Yeah, it, the, oh, yeah, the ethanol stable and it yeah. might be okay. Yeah, we hope anyway. So, but there's a brand new mower already. So yeah. you, when you yeah. fire up your weed whacker and your leaf blower. You you may have a problem. No, I, well I've I've my uh, weed whacker and is also my uh, uh, um, till, uh, tilling machine. Oh, your rototiller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my rototiller. So it's been on. It's it's Does, and it's running fine. But I drained it last uh, the after I sure. used it the last time back in October or whenever it was yeah. November, and uh, I drained it out and it was. Dry. In fact, I, I, uh, my chainsaw. I do the same thing with. Not only do I drain it, but I also leave the cap off or, or crack. You know, sure. for for to make sure some air so gets it'll in. Evaporate away. Uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. you know, it, it. This is. It's crazy. It, but so is a lot of so are a lot of other governmental things. I just wonder. You know, this is sort of like. You know, I, I can't remember in my lifetime ever getting taxed for something and then I'm repealing the tax. I guess the first, the only thing I know of right now is our uh, 400 uh, toll booth that they finally did away with. But in general, do you think they could ever feasibly do away with ethanol and come back around and say? Yeah, I think so. You think I they can? So. <laughs> well, we all yeah. hope so, but yeah. Why do you think that, Steve? Well, I, 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 I eventually, as as more and more comes out all the time about the harmful effects, especially with the the environmentalists, they're they're a, a of course a major component now in the Kingfish's administration there, and. Uh, they're, I didn't hear that. They're, they're, that you know, so they'll listen to those lunatics. All, all Fat Al has to do is start screaming that ethanol is no is no good. And he drank three gallons of it and he didn't lose any weight. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> heating it's heating up the yeah. So whatever. then then it'll go away. But you're going to have to have some extreme 
just because real there's there's evidence and proof that it, it isn't any good uh, that that won't happen you need to have some lunatic fringe group like like you said like the the environmental wackos when they start saying that that uh, uh, it's more harmful than good all right where do you think we would we revert back to what we had before or, or is there something else on the horizon well electric cars electric cars uh, diesel's making a big push again who diesel diesel, diesel. Yes. yeah but yeah. The, they they've got that so Restricted with emission controls and, and exhaust gas recirculation, and then you got to pour a gallon of urea in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a, a and and their emission controls and stuff now are are the same as car stuff. Yeah. Well, here comes idiot to take care of our noise situation. Oh, uh, the garbage truck. The garbage here. truck. Yeah, yes. incoming, incoming. Yeah, yeah. 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 part of our radio show, folks. But, yeah, so so I think it's going it's 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 going to take um, some legitimate push from some of the environmental groups when the studies are out and done. But you got to remember, on the other hand, there's a, a lot of these lunatics have have so much invested in alcohol and ethanol, gasoline that it's going to be hard to make it go away. Okay, as our resident gas expert, and uh, among other things, you know, the U.S. now is is one of the largest exporters in the world, which I can't figure out. Why do we import if we're a large exporter? Uh, but what are they exporting? What? what? I, I don't know. Natural I, gas. I, yeah, natural well, not gas. Only that. And I mean, but they're and also I think oil, oil too. And, and yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. We have no refineries. They haven't built a refinery for. Gasoline refinery went 30 years. Probably, yeah. So, and the pipeline, they can't make up their mind to finish the pipeline. That's still going on. That's politics. You wouldn't even want to get me started on that. Well, so is ethanol politics. Well, well, certainly, of course. Certainly. And all the corn because processing it, plants they've built. And yeah, so there's a lot. Of, there's a, now a lot of money invested in this. It, it's going to take some drastic statements by somebody credible in the environmental movement to somebody credible like like Fat <laughs> Al or Jane Fonda, some of these real heroes, to... Uh, are there any... Well, even the people that the creditable ones are discredited. You know, it's like a, the... It's money. It's all about yeah, money. it's all about money. You're right. It's all about right. money. Just like well, all that other green stuff, Solyndra and all of that <laughs> other, other stuff. Yep. Tesla, Fisker, yeah. a whole bunch. But that Leaf, uh, you know, the little electric car, the Nissan Leaf, is a pretty cool little deal. I got a chance to ride in one the other day. And you like it, huh? You know, when we live our normal lives within five, ten miles of, of your house, where you live, that's normal. And in an urban area, why not? Hey, he makes sense. I know he's all no. charged up over it, but it's, it's a nice <laughs> no, car. No, I, I think it, it is. is. It, it works for most people. Yeah. I wouldn't want to commute in it. No, but I mean, but if like for for us that are retired yeah. that don't go anywhere, you'd have to have a gasoline car to make a trip. Yes, or rent one. You could rent one. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I found I've done that several times. Uh, Rented a car. To yeah, go on it's, a trip. Che- it's yeah. cheaper. Twelve dollars a day. I can't run my own car for twelve dollars a day. 
Where do you find a car? Well, you get, you're not even getting a Model T for twelve dollars a day. Oh yeah. Well, this was two years ago when I went to Florida. We really? Did oh yeah. A lot of people from, I know rent cars. To, they, they don't no, put. I know they, that, but twelve dollars a day. That was for the car. It was a Camry or, or a, wow. a mid size. I don't. They call them mid size or whatever. Yeah. But, um, okay. It was the size of the Sonata. Yeah, we have a lot of friends that do that. So they don't yeah. put miles on their regular yeah. car. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I don't disagree. And, and if you have a problem, it's their problem, not your problem. Yes. Yes. So yeah, it was. And you uh, get a new car. Primarily, yeah, or yeah. a year-old car. I mean, it doesn't, didn't have all of the bells and whistles necessarily, but I mean, what what the hell do you need? You need heat and air, depending on where you're going, and uh, what else do you need? Well, you need a plug for my eye pop. Your who? The stick eye in. pop? Yeah. Uh, the, Your iPad thing? Or no, whatever. I don't do any of that. I have no idea how to huh. do any of that stuff. Well, we, I, we, did, we did use my my uh, Android and GPS, yeah. and uh, you know, all that took was plugging it in into the lighter. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I, So, yeah, it, it's a, if you think about it, it's no wear and tear on your tires. It's no wear and tear in general on your car. And, you know, for all practical purposes, it really, it's not a bad way to go. And you, you were talking about $12. Yeah, it was $12 a day from that's, National that's just incredible. down the street. And uh, they they came down here, picked me up. And National or Enterprise? National. National. Because yeah. I rent from National, but it's it's usually 30 um, bucks. Well, that's airport, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Airport and, uh, is always more expensive. Yeah, and, and, you know, you find a deal. Yeah. Or you call them and say, hey, Hertz is doing this. Will you match it? And it's amazing what they'll all of a sudden do. Yeah, my son is skilled at that. Yeah. He gets a hold of Hertz and gets a Mercedes for $15 a day sometimes. It's just crazy. Yeah. What he does. But it's, it's uh, you well, know, used to have the, the cars sitting there aren't doing them any good. No. It no. costs some money sitting there. No, we used to do all that when we had the Hertz. Num- was it her or was Avis number one? Avis Hertz yeah, was right. number one gold, and yeah. Avis was something yeah, else. Because you showed him Avis that, uh, was the the football player running through the airport. OJ, <laughs> OJ, <laughs> that's before he lost his gloves. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and National. You walk out there now, and of course, you know where General Motors cars go. They go to National. That's how they get their their sales numbers. Well, everybody does it. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back on America's Web Radio. We want you to stay tuned and be sure and listen to Master Gardener Hour and America's Homegrown Veggies coming up right after this. This is Cheryl Linker, host of the Master Gardener Hour on America's Web Radio, Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. Join us as we keep things fun and interesting as we educate you in the world of Master Gardening. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. 
You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. And we're back on the classic car yeah. show, and uh, Mr. Weber and Mr. Oh. Ronaldo have histri- historical facts to mention. Uh, well, yeah, Steve. And uh, Steve's about to sneeze. Uh, and okay. that's. God bless you. You all right? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, well, but how's uh, my wall? Yeah, <laughs> your wall's not. The poor studio. Yeah, it's a. Very it's a oh, okay. okay. Uh, Just pollen stuff. So. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'm a little raspy this morning. But anyway, uh, Willow Run, the bomber plant, mm-hmm. B-24s during World War II that literally spit them out minute by minute, two or three or four rows of them. That plant was huge. Well, they're tearing it down. Now, there's a preservation society that's trying to save part of it, and I guess they've come up with enough money to stop the bulldozers from doing it all. Mm. But they are tearing it, or most of it, down, which is kind of sad. But what do you do with a huge plant like that? Well, what do, you, what do you do with the GM plant on 285? Yeah, yeah, Doraville. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, every time I what drive you, by there, it's just like, yeah. Well, you remember Hapeville, the fort, yeah. the huge oh, fort? Yeah. That thing built Tauruses. Yeah. And know. that was one of their quality plants because that Taurus was a high-quality vehicle for Ford, and it's gone. Have you seen yeah. the new Porsche building going up down there? No. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, modern modernistic. But that's going to be a whole new uh, delivery center and test track and No, I am like, I'm like Steve. I don't <laughs> that's that's not my territory. <laughs> well, you go to the airport. 285. I haven't been to the airport since I retired. I've made two plane trips. Yeah, well, I'm talking the international terminal. The, the international. I've not been there. I, I know. No idea. I know. Yeah. Uh, okay. But that's going to change. You're going to travel so international. We're going to start going back and doing stuff. Good. Well, now that all this is finished. But yeah. it, but right, it, well, but anyway, where is Willow Run? Detroit. Detroit. Actually, Ypsilanti. It's out there. Okay. Yeah. And and this was a General Motors. Years ago, uh, and it, it, they converted it to war production. And they literally had assembly lines building B-24s. They had Rosie yeah, the Riveter going up and down the production line. 24 building, hours a day, yeah, seven, seven days, days a, week. a week. And they just ran B-24s out the front door like it was the Honda plant in Marysville or the and plant. Here, here's a little trivia for you. Uh-oh. Who test flew them? Who test flew them? Pilots. What kind of Pilots. Women. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they delivered they, them. Yeah. 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 They had a name. I can't remember what the name is, but they... they 99ers. They, no, was, was, well, that's the group that, that they all belong to. There was a special... It was just on... They had... They were... They were on, on PBS, they just had a thing about the... I can't remember the name they called them. The lady... The ferry pilots that would... Yeah. Ladies that would drive them over to Europe. Yeah. Amazing. But yeah. people don't know that. I don't know. Well, you know, well. So this, did it go this back is, after World War II? Did this place go back into production? Yes, yes. Making automobiles, yes, but I don't know what brand. Know. Uh, was no. it General Motors? Plant? At one time, it was a GM plant, and then it okay. went, became became something else. And I guess now they're tearing it, most of it when down. Was the last car thing, you know. 
don't have an idea, Steve. When the last yeah. one had there. So yeah. It's just been yeah. sitting dormant. Yeah. They, they, they need to tear down more of Detroit. <laughs> the, the Packers. What do yeah. you mean? It's torn down. Let's let the Packers. Well, yeah, give the give the give the gangs a few more years, and yeah. they'll have it taken yeah. care of. Put the new Coliseum could you, up. There. Could you? Uh, you think you could find a uh, a, a window intact in, in uh, Detroit in these Detroit, uh, Chicago? Yeah. Speaking of that, tell us about the MG plant and the outbuildings. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, this is the 90th year of MG Car Company, and they have a whole bunch of websites. If you are a British car fan or an MG fan, go to MG90, and you'll see all of this stuff. Um, the uh, A group that MG90 Coalition, the MG Car Club uh, in England, and another one have been working for the past several years to put together a museum in Abingdon at the old MG factory. The buildings were still standing. The last time I was there, um, there was nothing. You went upstairs to where the offices were. They had a few pictures, a few books, uh, but very, very little. In that town of Abingdon, the only thing that would let you know that MG cars were built there is they have the Magic Magic Midget Pub. The Magic Midget the magic Pub. It was there when it <laughs> wow, yeah, that's when neat. It worked, when, yeah. when, it was, when it was in yeah. business. And that's the only... I, I thought there'd be all kinds of cool MG stuff walking around Abingdon, but nothing. Uh, nothing. Wow. And so now they have this, and in conjunction with this 90th celebration, they're doing all of this stuff. So they're... Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of this renaissance and history coming back in that people are doing. and and uh, Wow. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think it's kind of neat. I'd like to go there. Matter of fact... For people in Atlanta, next week in, this, in the village of Roswell is on next Sunday is British Car Day. Oh, and, where about to going to be? It uh, right near the the Roswell Government Center, and over in the park across the the uh, the street is going to be an arts and crafts thing going on at the same time. So uh, you know, we'll, love those. Well, you know, it's okay. It gives the women something to look at. Yeah. The guys are walking yeah. And there's the some great restaurants downtown, Roswell. So Yeah, we, we go there. We went to the – we have a uh, – well, Brenda, of course, being a, a dolphin at Bullet <laughs> I think that's a docent, <laughs> a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Well, at and least he's not a mermaid. No, we did, and, and she just she does it for all. Whenever time they get a car club that wants to come, they uh, uh, she volunteers and does the the tours of Bullock Hall for them. Beautiful. Yeah, she stood a couple three weeks ago for the T register, and then there was another one. The MGT register. Yeah, the MGs. Yeah, yeah. The MGT club, and then uh, there's going to be another one come coming up so um but next week is british car day and it, it, i i'm not trying to 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 promote it yeah well no the his the history of it 
It was my, and this weekend there's a couple of big things going on that, well, not the one at Atlanta Motor Speedway. There's a big hot rod thing going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend. Uh, car show, flea market, drive the track, all kinds of activities uh, going on in Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, the guy that is putting it on, his name is Chaz Sidney. He was the one that used to do World of Wheels in downtown Atlanta at the World Congress Center. He always called me up, and I would get antique cars when they wanted an antique car display. But uh, so, if if you're looking for something, if that's more of your air interest area, you know, '55 Chevys and Mustangs and muscle cars and street rods, Atlanta Motor Speedway is the place you want to head to today. I have a friend that used to call those cars just used cars. Yes. If they didn't have running boards, they were used cars. Yes. Right. Yeah. I've been known well, you know, to do that. You've heard of that. Uh, yeah. We had the mutual friend. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but it's okay. You know, if, if you're a hot rod guy. If you're a sports car guy, the Walter Mitty is this weekend. Oh, at Road Atlanta? At Road Atlanta, Walter wow. Mitty is this weekend. Blew right by me. Uh, Walter Mitty goes way back years ago. Uh, there's a co- there, there's a guy that I, I tend to be associated with on car stuff for years, Brian Hernan, and Brian used to run a business here called AutoMod, which was the sports car accessory store, um, and he would sell you know he'd sell you the the CB lights or the fancy European floor mats or all of this kind of stuff. A very good business, but all the sports car people would go there. And, he was a member of uh, the JCNA, Jaguar Clubs of North America, and I, I was at the time, too. And they started Walter Mitty as a, a low-key, just a fun day, drive your, drive your sports car up there. And it, wasn't, it wasn't just British cars. I mean, we... We we let we let a few of the Adolfs in, especially when they came <laughs> they came marching up with their black uniforms and jack boots. It's a long march for them, but they didn't care. And and uh, so so it, and then there was track time, and then it got after a year or two, it evolved into a race. Uh, vintage sports car racing came SVRA. Came. And then there was the concourse going on. There was a flea market going on, uh, and the, and uh, the racing. So Brian and I, Brian got me involved with the the concourse in the beginning. Now it's evolved into one of the the major vintage sports car races in the country. Yeah, they, they've got a lot of activities. Uh, a lot of stuff going yeah. on, a lot to see. The nice thing about the Walter Mitty is if if you buy a ticket, the pits are still open. You can wander around and look at the old vintage sports cars. It gets you into all of the different activities that are going on there. It's not overly expensive, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a, it's a worthwhile day. Uh, but it's really gotten a lot bigger than we all thought it would ever get back in the beginning. And um, so we were, we're, we're having a, a Walter Mitty deal, and there's a guy, John Steen, who is now gone, uh, who died. And Brian and I were, were sitting around over uh, some sort of an adult beverage at the time, discussing... Wouldn't it be fun if we could get all of the British car clubs together? 
and and there was born yes yes and the first two or three we did that's when atlanta zoo was in terrible trouble so we thought we would we would do this down there to 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 raise money for the atlanta zoo and they made a monkey out of you no no well well they just didn't like they didn't like but anyway uh (laughs) this was in 84 i think 84 um but anyway so we had all kinds of of activities going again we had a a the, the car show we had a a flea market and we had a gymkhana for a lot of people who don't know what a gymkhana is. Yeah, that's what I know what that is. You know what it is? Yeah, yeah. It's a speed, it's it's a timed, Time timed race. event in a very tight course where you can't go very fast, but you can't knock the pylons over. So we had all of that stuff going on down there. And uh, first one we had 22, only 22 cars. Then we had 40-something, and then I think we had 60-something, and then the city said... You be needing all that mess down there. So. Oh! <laughs> but the best thing is, the first one we had, we had <coughs> first or second one, and I was that sort of work, working the gate, if you will, and this guy pulls up in a three-row Chrysler station wagon. Huh? And he says, "What be happening here?" And I said, "There's a whole bunch of you know some British cars are looking." He's like, "Well, I'm gonna ride on through and take a look." I said, "Well, you'll have to park." Because you can't go through the car show. And he thought about it a minute and he says, I want to look at those cars that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so then we went to Chateau Alain. And when we first went to Chateau Alain, it was a, oh, well, pretty sure you come back. Let me go get some water. The United States Justice Foundation, since 1979, has been dedicated to instructing, informing, and educating the public on legal issues confronting America. That means you and me. When necessary, this nonprofit organization has had to litigate to present the constitutional view. Since 1980, USJF has submitted testimony to the U.S. Senate on all but one U.S. Supreme Court nominee. Learn more about USJF by visiting their website at www.usjf.net. Support this nonprofit as it defends our rights, our liberty, and our Constitution. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. And we're back on the classic car show with Mr. Jim Weber and Steve Ronaldo's out drinking early for him to be drinking this yeah, morning. Yeah, but it's but water. It's oh, it's just water. water. Yeah, we, that's, uh, are you going to test it and make sure? No, no. Rusty you trust pipes. Him? Yeah, might have ethanol in it. Anyway, uh, Steve's back, and we're talking a little bit about British Car Day and 
Actually, yeah. I went to Chateau Alain. I was here by then, and it was it was a beautiful event out there. Yeah, it got really big. The biggest one we had was seven hundred and almost seven hundred fifty cars. Yeah. Uh, as Chateau Alain grew, this thing grew, and it got too big for yeah. up there. I had a friend that uh, had a Healy that he always took it. Up yeah, there. yeah it, uh, it was a lot of fun. But the the so like I said, on. the first time was a Butler building with a false front. On yes, it and yes. a mud field, and then of course they got very big and very fancy, and and oh, what's his name? Uh, the Panos people bought Chateau Alain and the golf right. and all of that stuff, so it got to be quite an event. Then they, uh, it got it, they got too big for us. Actually, what happened the British Car Day? And I, I was at, no, at that time I was done with being in charge of British Car Day. Yeah. Um, and then they went to Berry College. Yes. Which is a real nice place up in Rome, um, but some of the people complained it was too far to drive. Why? Hey, you no. know, these, some of these people don't drive their cars. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonder. No. And now it's at, and now from Barry now it's at, at this. This is the second year in Roswell, and I think Roswell is going to work out very well for British Car Day. And then they have another British car event in uh, Norcross. Norcross yeah. in the fall. Yeah, there's another one in the little village of Norcross. I don't know what it English Eng, English Fair or something F you know F F A Y R E. Yeah. Um, I don't. I've only been once. I've never because it always come. I, I think it conflicted with Hershey or something. I don't know. I did, I've never had a chance to go much. I have an MG question, which I've never been able to find an answer. The T series. Why? Did they name it that because the magnets were Z and the PAs and the M types? Which there is no, they go to there was no logic to it. It's just like the color of the radiator slats in the grill. Yeah, I don't know why it was called T series. Okay, the only one I know that would know would be Mister Thornley, and I don't even. I think he's in Savannah, so yeah, yeah. I really am not sure. It's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, the uh, latest issue of Hemmings uh, sports car, which I'll get to you. When I read it, uh, has Mr. Richard uh, Knudsen. Dickey? Dickey. He's featured about four or five pages of him. Well, he and, and what's the other guy that founded the New England MGT Register? They're pictured in there, but I haven't. Churchill. Had, Churchill. I haven't had Frank Churchill. Dickey, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had it. Dickey and, Dickey and Frankie. Yeah. Well, we ought to get some uh, MG people on. We should. On the air. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned to you, I tried the uh, Model A, one of the Model A clubs, uh, and uh, we didn't get response from them, but we're going to continue to go after different uh, clubs. If you have one, uh, if you're involved with the club and would like to be interviewed and tell us about what yeah, your club's doing. Yeah, get and them hijackers on there <laughs> and go mud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a club, but i got a four-pound hammer. Huh. Uh, anyway, um, Toluene, which is basically what Tecron is. Yeah. There's been some discussions on some of the blogs and bulletin boards about Toluene being good, but it can be too good. And I remember our dear friend, Fred Kakawa. And Fred and I got into a Toluene discussion when I was out in California, and he had a prime example of too much toluene was too good because they use it to clean the fuel systems 
And today, diesels, diesels. Well, but but Chevron gasoline's got toluene yeah, in yeah. it now, and, and so does a couple others. Yeah, and uh, they. Uh, well, Hyundai recommends it for every every time with everybody's doing it with a direct injection. Yes, yes, but Change the oil and it, it, this interesting thing is, we were talking. It's it's sort of like medication for the car. Like if you take too much of your medication, it does damage. Fred was talking about somebody who put like a whole quart of toluene in their car, and it it absolutely cleaned the tank, destroyed the pickup. And then plug the filter. Now, but other than that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we used to call it holy water. And we'd get a can of it when you, we had to do an Italian tune-up because some elderly gentleman yeah, or lady drive. would come in. They won't drive them. And they, they, you know, they start out in second gear and put it in high at five miles an hour, and they're so carboned up, we used to set it about 2,000 RPM and kind of, trickle it into the yeah. carburetor and watch the carbon go blowing out the back. But anyway, that was an interesting discussion Fred had, and now uh, some of the manufacturers, of course, are recommending putting it in but not doing it every time, if, especially if they're using the Chevron gasoline with Tecron. But you remember the bulletin with the fuel injectors, the, Do I, the, direct the GDI, because your gas mileage went down. And yeah, and every time you change oil, they tell you <clears throat> put a can of uh, the small the can of Tecron. Yeah, the small can. Yeah. So it's a, what is it like dollar seventy nine at Walmart or something? Yeah, it's so, about five bucks. I think I've had a can on the shelf for. I use years. it. I, I do it every time I change oil. Yeah. You don't have to so much on the cars with just multi point injection. It's the direct injection where the injectors sit right in the combustion chamber. Right. And they what? They carbon up a little yeah, bit? Yeah, they carb. They do. They have problems. And, so. and I've noticed it does make it run a little smoother and stuff. Oh. Uh, but I change oil every 5,000 miles and still only use synthetic on the GDI cars. That's good to know. Yeah. 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 And it's not It's not as bad. The, you know, and I'll use, I use the Walmart synthetic stuff. Hey, somebody makes it. No yeah, Walmart doing. doesn't make it. No. Um, interesting, your uh, friends at Porsche, You're, you love your, your German cars so well, and uh, they've started to make some sense. Uh, they've had an intermediate shaft bearing problem for quite a long time now since uh, the Boxster came out. And it literally destroys the engine. But they're talking now, you know, these people have been running synthetic oil, and they're saying, oh, you you can go 7,500 or 15,000 miles, and you and I both know that's ludicrous. But uh, they're talking about using a boutique-type synthetic lubricant that has elevated levels of ZDDP, which... They took the zinc out, if I'm correct. Well, the they catalyst. cut it way back. Yeah, they cut yeah. it back. It's down to like 10% of what it was yeah. originally. Well, but you can get boutique lubricants, and I'll name some of them, with a minimum of 1,250 parts per million with zinc, which, <laughs> poor David, <laughs> that means your, your, your old chubby truck. The camshaft won't wear out in it if you do this. Well, that's not true either. I, I have, I, I, you know, this, this is a lot of, a lot of this is internet hoopla. Okay. 
I'm reading it out of a magazine. Did it come off the Internet? Yes, probably. (laughs) It has to do, all of this wear has to do with valve spring tension. That's where it comes from. High-performance engines have heavy-duty valve springs. On old cars, for example, I'll pick any old car. I don't care what it is. Pick an old car, any old car. Zinc was never even added until the 50s, until until they started coming out with fuel-injected two and two-four-barrel kind of cars and all of this other stuff. And in order to get the maximum performance, they had to have the valves closed. On early cars, like my Model A, Model T, uh, the one on the Maxwell used ballpoint pen springs for valve springs. <laughs> not, you can push them with your hand. Gotcha. And, and and so that's not the issue. If you're and it's on flat tappet cams on the new cars with roller cams, roller uh, um, roller cam followers, it makes no difference. Overhead cam engines makes no difference because okay. they're all they're all rollers, so you don't need this stuff. If you go to Crane Cam or any of, or or Lunati or any of these other guys who build it, they tell you when you rebuild an engine or put a brand new engine in, they have a coating that you put on the camshaft when you first start and to run ZDDP oil or the additive for the first couple oil chains. After that, it's done. You You're don't good. Good. you don't need to mess with this stuff. Um, but if you have a, a new car with overhead cams with roller with roller followers cam followers, it's not essential. Okay. Uh, and there's been there's been so much, and, and the best study that was done on this was actually done by Porsche Cars USA. Okay. Well, they're they're recommending though a ZDDP of twelve hundred and fifty parts per million, and they. Mentioned Joe Gibbs driven 5W40. Joe Gibbs, Hemmings, sells uh, oil. Motul 8100 yep. Excess, and I guess uh, the others, Brad Penn, which used to be Kendall. Brad Penn. Uh, uh, they all are making that kind of stuff if, if you take a look at But here's the deal. I've said this on this show 500 times. If you go to Walmart and look at their oil and it says certified SJ and it'll say right and I'm not I, I'm trying to not say can anymore it shows how old I am <laughs> You mean those the plastic bottle. bottles yeah, yeah the bottle on the <laughs> bottle not the damn can um, it says on there for 1988 and older cars Beautiful And the only reason that all of this zinc stuff went away is in I think it was 2000. EPA mandated a change in the number of cells per inch of the catalytic converter. Zinc being its own compound or solid compound uh, would not burn in the combustion chamber if it got into the combustion, all of this other stuff. Anyway, they said it was damage, possibly causing damage to the converter. So it went away. And now, and then people say, well, I'll run Shell Rotella or DLO. That has the same zinc content now as does the other stuff because the, ca- the, the diesel trucks went to the same size catalytic converters. And they also. So it's a, yeah. it's, you're wasting your money if yeah. you think you're not doing anything. 
If you're if you're concerned, you can look for that oil that says for 1988 and early cars only. That has it used to be it started out back then at 30 I may be off on this, 3200 parts per million. Then it was cut to 18, then 15 is where it it started to get you know that's that's where it was for years, and now it's down to like two hundred or something. Yeah. Well, it's next this, to nothing. The other stuff has got twelve fifty parts per minute. Yeah, it's close. In the yeah, work. yeah, all of that, all of that kind of stuff. So, are we going to break? We're going to break. Okay, we'll be back right after this. Cracking. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. We're back. Well, Already short. Yeah. That was short. Yeah. What were we selling? Not much. Okay. Oh. Insurance. Uh, insurance. J.C. Taylor J. Insurance. That's our boy. Insurance. Yeah. The nicest people. Yeah. So we, we were talking about ZDDP, and then we kind of got on – you got something going on with your MGB, the pull handle. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's. But but anyway, uh, the other thing with this ZDDP, if you look for oil that says for off-road use only, and you can buy tractor supply because it's for tractors. If you go to most of the manufacturers, they will sell racing oil, anything designated as racing oil. And if you, well, I want to use, I want to use synthetic. Go to Amsoil. Amsoil has a synthetic, um, multi-grade, okay, racing oil. And again, it's for off-road use. That will be more than adequate for any of your stuff. But it, again, it has to be. Say it'll say right on the bottle can. The bottle can. <laughs> the plastic bottle can. Yeah, yeah. 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 It'll say 1988 and older, uh, or anything designated for off-road use, or this special. If you, you know that that Joe Gibbs oil is outrageous. I mean, it's like ten bucks a quart. So is the Hemmings. They sell you six quarts for seventy bucks. <laughs> and it's probably packaged. It's in the probably same the same thing that Walmart what? sells for a dollar eighty-eight. What yeah. label would you like on it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, Jim, I want to tell you one thing. You do qualify for what? For nineteen eighty-eight or before and off-road. Oh yeah. So you can drink it. Yeah, but I've. If you want. Yeah, I think I'll pass on that. Cook with it. (laughs) But anyway, it's it's one of these things that got all out of hand on the Internet, and and it still goes on. I I look at three, four forums every day, Model A, Model T, MG, and Cadillac, and I swear at least once a week 
the same two things. Something about the stam oil and then still with the unleaded stuff. Still goes on and these people are buying lead substitutes. And, uh, you know, lead additives. I tried drinking some to put lead, lead in my pencil, pencil yeah, and it didn't yeah. work. Wow. Do you ever take any zinc deposit or de- deposit or pills, <laughs> whatever they are? Whatever they are in the can bottles. Uh, no. But, I mean, these things go on and on and on, and there's been so much research. And this, this ZDDP stuff, wearing out camshaft, is primarily a function of flat, tapid, solid lifter cams with high valve spring tension. Yeah. And that went away with the Corvettes in the 60s, didn't it? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure exactly they when... They had uh, solid lifters back then. Well, flat-bottom lifters. Yeah, yeah, flat-bottom lifters. Yeah. So I don't know what, what Porsche's using uh, for for on, on their valve train. I really don't know. Yeah, I don't either. And they say there's something to do with some of the, the, the piston rings, but I don't I don't think so. I You know... You, you hear, this is again. The internet is a wonderful reference and resource, but you have to take take it with a giant grain of salt. Yes, uh, David, this has become the reality orientation therapy hour. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> well, it is. You just you're bringing it out. It's truthful. Yeah, yeah. you have to do a lot of research. You know, all of a sudden somebody will put something out and 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 it'll it'll get on on Matt Drudge report. <laughs> <laughs> or the well, Breitbach report. Yeah, one of those things, and then and then and then it becomes truthful, or and everybody panics. Yeah, or Ed Schultz. Who's he? He's the other side. Oh, he's the other side. Yeah, he went over to the other side. So. No, I think you're absolutely right in what you're saying about the the net. The nice part is, and it was great on my Facebook thing today. Somebody had whatever they call it on but it was a picture of britannica this was my google when i was growing up yeah and they had a picture of encyclopedia colliers yeah. and oh, yeah, colliers yeah. or americana and yeah, all uh, that stuff but you know it, to me it's whether it's cars or anything it's 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 great to go on go online read the forums and then if you have a question just dig a little deeper yeah. we, we have a set of encyclopedia britannica at home Seriously. Well, you know what they're worth? No, nothing. Uh, nothing Wait. other than <laughs> yeah. to a decorator, and they use them for... Uh, well, we like it. We still refer yeah. to it. And then we've got that big dic- yeah, two-volume dictionary. Yeah, yeah. 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 we have yeah. one of those somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are old. Yeah, careful Thank now. Thank you very much. Yes, Ed, Ed <laughs> Iskandarian is 92 years they, old. They get, did I ever tell you about the time when I was going to on my way to Vietnam? No. Being an old hot rodder from way back then, and on my way, we had, like, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a leave that you got a week or two, and there was this girl I used to go out with that moved to L.A., and I called her up and I said, look, can I crash at your place for for a few days? And she goes, why, what are you going to do? I said, well, I want to come out there and I, I, I'd, I'd like to visit some of these places. If I take you to work and pick you up, can I use your car? And and she said, absolutely. So I went out there, and, and there were places I wanted 
to see that being from the East Coast, Iskaderian was one yep. of the yep. the magic names. Yeah, well, a cam. He was the yeah. cam guy. Yeah, cam father. Yeah, the cam yeah. father. Yeah. And and um, Edelbrock and all of these California-based hot rod stuff. So for about three days, three four days before I went on the big bird to to the holy crusades i went around and visited all of these <laughs> these speed shops and ed iskadirian and his cam grinder his head cam grinder was named frank and they found out what i was doing when i went there and i spent the whole day there and they were the nicest people and he was so cool and so nice and and took me around, and he was the biggest hoarder you can imagine. He still is. Um, he had American Honda, and I went back there afterwards, and I was working for American Honda, and he remembered me. And and uh, she showed me all around this whole place. So that's what, what kids of my age, that was one of the dream things you got to do from the East Coast was go visit all these hot rod names that you you know, I, I was just thinking as you were talking about going to California. And this is obviously 67, 68. 60, uh, well, yeah, before yeah. before Ted of 68. It but, would have been winter of 68. But, you know, uh, you think back when we were in high school, and we're all basically the same age, more or less, except for Jim. But anyway, who is much our senior grandfather <laughs> of the club. Anyway, no, what I was saying, and, and Steve, you, you probably could shed more light on it. Then, oh, and, and Gemma, you could too, probably. But you know, you're talking about California, and we all grew up with the Beach Boys and the Little Deuce Coop and, and you know all that stuff. But it was like it, you had you were you grew up on the East Coast, so and and I guess it was pretty prevalent there. And then you had the West Coast stuff. But there was a center section of the country that but that was race cars. That was that was dirt trackers. They weren't hot rods. Those circle track. Circle, circle track. track. Those are dirt tracker guys. Well, we had, we had just really gotten into uh, drag racing. Yeah. 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 But it was like, a, you know, you had the two coasts and then you had the, the center but section. All of the, all of the famous guys are out in California. Yeah. Probably back then, yeah. particularly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were all SCTA guys. So. Yep. And, but it, and, and HRA guys, yeah. Jag but racers. Now, did, and, was there anything that you recall in the 60s? Let's just keep it to the 60s history, sort of. Anything in Florida particularly going yeah. on? Yeah. Was it, yeah, was they it had drag the, racing going on They had Gator there. Nationals. Yeah. That's an old yeah. drag strip in Gainesville. Yeah. But that was drag racing. Yeah. Yeah. Anything? Well, they had sports cars, Sebring. Yeah. Well, Sebring. East Coast was East Coast was primarily sports cars. Right. And then it went to the West. Yep. Well, no, because you had Palm Springs and Hourglass Field and Paramount Ranch. When, when did Monterey become? Oh, that was sixties. Yeah, yeah. But our Palm, Paramount Ranch, Santa Barbara, which they used a lot of airports. Uh, Hourglass Field. Yeah, but that was Field. custom rate sports cars. They weren't. They weren't. There weren't. There weren't the teams like we had in the East, like at Watkins Glen and Sea. Yeah, and yeah. They had uh, the guy that disappeared, Paravano, and they had uh, the guy that owned the the, the Mixmaster company, uh, John. Uh, John Master. No, Tom no. Mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Mix. Yeah, no, it, it was it it wasn't as. Here, here first. 
but yes, it went on because who Tony Paravano he just kind of disappeared, like your other friends. Well, there was there was there was a bunch of them out there too. Yeah, Lance Rentlove and all of those kind Reventlo. of Rentlove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that guys. was that was a little later, but um, I don't know. I, Anyway, yes, we had. But that's cars what, that's one of the on. things that I did. Be, I mean, I would, I've been a, a motorhead ever since I can remember. You know, well, but let's, the, the let's one just thing. just one comment before. I don't mean to interrupt you or talk know. over you, but let's let's tell people though. Your father instilled in you a lot of this because he, he did all cars. Yeah, he yeah. Okay, so that's like my I, dad I, with baseball. Go ahead. I, the last thing I want to tell you, I, I I've. <clears throat> I got a I got a, a note from a guy, and this this solves a lot of the major problems and questions that we had. Do you remember in the late forties when the no the I aliens, don't. I was the aliens the, crashed? Oh, in Roswell, in Roswell, yeah, in Roswell New Mexico, and, and they said that there were five in the United. Some people say they they never happened. Some people, the five aliens escaped in April, and then some say they've got them locked up in Area Fifty One. Anyway, the thing crashed on a ranch where the guys raised donkeys and goats. And what's happened since April is in April, some of these people were Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, a lot of people. And that just goes to show you what happens when illegal aliens have sex with goats and donkeys. <laughs> Going on. <laughs> I am not part of this show today. Steve's <laughs> oh, wisdom of the week. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was. Yes. But it's true. Yes. Look up the dates. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the one, the one comment I was going to make before I was so rudely interrupted. I apologize. No, no you. Uh, as we were talking, and we, we sort of brushed by this several times, really. But the one common denominator to all of the all of what we're talking about is one word: racing. And and that's been true, I guess, since the first car they raced the horse. Well, when the and second the, car was made, and the second car, <laughs> the second the first car was car. made much yeah. faster than yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and so in one shape, form, or fat dirt track, which I hate, but. Dirt track. Oh, or, that's or, the coolest. That's the, uh, that's that's, that's, racing. Racing. that's dirt track is witchcraft and voodoo, <laughs> and uh, being a good cheat and, yeah. and seeing, which, seeing which tin you can bend. Yeah. But, we have to talk about that teeter guy too sometime. Okay. Yeah. All right, folks. We'll be back next week with more of the classic car show on America's Web Radio. Stay tuned for Food and Farm, followed by. America's homegrown veggies. It's about time to plant them over here and the Master Gardener Hour. Stay tuned.